This is Margaret Copeman Frankowitz with another episode of Diabetic Survival. If you're just tuning in, I want to thank you so much for listening. You're probably wondering who you're listening to. So, of course, I've already given you my name, Margaret Copeman Frankowitz. So, um, without further ado, I, I generally talk about things diabetics go through. Um, it, it's actually for, you know, I mean, if you're the general population, I mean, I guess you could listen to it as well. But, you know, I talk about things that do affect me because I know that they affect other diabetics. And what I go through, I know you're going through and vice versa. So I haven't seen too many diabetic, you know, type websites out there. I mean, I've seen a few, um, like on YouTube. And uh, I usually listen to the good old doctors talking about diabetics and how to, you know, reduce our numbers, reduce our A1C, uh, how to eat correctly, etc. And I try to throw some tips on here. I'm not perfect by any means. I'm just going to tell you that straight up front. I am not the epitome of what you need to do as a diabetic. I'm trying really hard. My doctors believe in me, but that does not mean that I am the upper echelon of um, the be-all, know-it-all of diabetics. I'm learning something new every day. And that is the reason why I have a podcast is because I am learning new things every day. I do strive to be the the very best, uh, you know, the very best health-wise that I possibly can be by what I learn every day. Some things I follow, actually should say most of the good things I follow and other things I just throw out. So, Anyways, if you're actually searching for a good doctor to listen to, um, first step is visit your endocrinologist. Second step, uh, you can find some really good doctors online. And um, I think Dr. Eckberg is by far, he's not an endocrinologist. I'm going to tell you that straight up. He's, But he's so knowledgeable about... Um, diabetes that I would almost consider him an endocrinologist, but he's not. Uh, he's by far not an endocrinologist, and he'll even say that. He's a world decathlon, you know, athlete, as well as a chiropractor, as well as he's done some intensive studies into um, just how the body works. And uh, Maybe that's the reason why he's so super cool. So definitely listen to him. Dr. Eckberg has so many videos on YouTube that you will probably be engrossed by it. Maybe even a tad bit overwhelmed because he's just that good. But you enjoy listening to him because he's kind of funny. He's kind of like the person you'd want as a dad because he has that dry humor sometimes that will just crack you up. But he's also a very caring doctor. So... He's one of the first people I would listen to. Um, Another up and running, I've never really talked much about him, but his name is Dr. Berg. So not to be confused with Dr. Eckberg, Dr. Berg actually goes into the cellular function as well of diabetes and how to prevent it in some of his episodes. He's not purely for diabetics, but um, I would say that he has some really good advice. Um, What are some others? I can't think of any others. Like, those are the few that I'd actually talk about besides, you know, actually visiting your endocrinologist and seeing what they can do to bring down your numbers. That, by far, is the number one goal is to bring down your A1C as low as your doctor wants you to get to and to bring your numbers down. That's your best way of of being as close to healthy as you can possibly be. 
So that's my little spiel on diabetes. And I'm here to be your encouragement. You're not going to see any depressive anything from me today. Not on this channel. Maybe I'll start another channel for that. But I want to be all about positive, you know, flowers and rainbows and shiny things and glass half full, not half empty. And yes, you can do it. And girl power. And yeah, some guy power too. Okay. And some guy power. Let me let emphasize that um but being in women's history month and I know some people try to to degrade it down to a day but it is a month um I just want to say happy women's day to all the women that are out there uh and happy women's month for the month of March so that being said there, you know, there are some disturbing stories on, on women. And of course, you know, you always get the, what do they call those men that don't like women? I forgot what you call them. Uh, women haters, uh, misganess or whatever you want to call it. I can't even pronounce the word. Misgany or whatever. Okay. So anyways, there were some schoolgirls that were actually poisoned in... Oh, I would want to say it was, I'm not quite sure what country it is. Gosh, I can't even report on this properly. But it it was one of those men-dominated type countries where they don't like Christians. And um, they're mad at these women because they're not following the, dare I say it, Muslim re- religion anymore. They're following a... I guess they're going to a Christian school and they decided to poison them. That's the word that I got. If I am corrected in the news later, I will make sure to report that. But that's what I heard. And I was thinking, what a tragedy that is. Um, Because, you know, now, okay, if that happened in this country, uh, you know, it'd be a total uproar. But this did happen, you know, halfway around the world from America. So, you know, I, I guess I don't really have any say in it but I definitely do have some say in it in it like that's not right like what the heck are you guys thinking like protect your women what the heck we're the best gift you can have okay yeah being a little bit yeah anyways okay moving on um so banks are failing and I guess the Silicon Valley Bank in California is ah they're like on the wayside. Like, I don't think that they're going to be bailed out this time like they were back in 2008. Like, 2008, the government supplemented them, helped with all these loans and stuff. But this is a crisis, people. Definitely a crisis for Silicon Valley and surrounding areas and all you rich people who are able to take out loans because you know us poor people can't. Um... Since they took away the gold standard back in the 1970s, you know, poor people can't get loans on things. It's kind of crazy, but whatever. You know, you give the money to the people who already have money, not necessarily to the people who actually need it or need to refinance their car like me. But make sure you give it to a rich person. You know, even though I'm upside down on my car note because you guys wanted to charge me extremely high interest back when I really needed a car. Thank you so much. You know, I can't refinance and now my job wants to pay me less. Thank you so much for this horrible plan that you set me up for. Anyways, I'll get over it. I'll get over most things. Okay. So, other news. 
So I, I got really excited because I guess Anchor, who is has been my sponsor for the past three years, actually paired up with Spotify, and Spotify has been number one in actually promoting my podcast. So on, on behalf of, of all of us, I, I would just like to say thank you so much, Spotify, for um, picking up the slack, and thank you for Anchor for getting me started, and I'm just a very grateful person because... Um, This is one of the joys that I actually have is actually casting my podcast and having others hear me all over the world. It's been great. Now, um, I have actually posted questions for, you know, um, my audience's responses through Anchor. And I I think there was something going on with the technics of it. Um, However, Spotify has picked that up. So I should be able to actually post um, questions so that you can actually respond to it. And I would love to hear from my audience. So, so please do. Occasionally I get some email. I haven't received any in a while. Um, and that's okay. But, um, definitely like to hear from my audience. I mean, enough of you people actually listen to me or maybe you just want to listen to a more entertaining show. And that's perfectly okay too. I mean, I'm just here spouting out what, what may or may not help you anyways. And, you know, giving you a little bit of world news, what's going on out there. Um, like, there's a lot of stuff going on. I'm like, should I report this? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> but, you know, hopefully you have a, a decent news source because I just give you a little bit of what is, like, really disturbing me. Like, uh, the whole, you know, Ohio River poisoning, you know. but uh, didn't necessarily poison the Ohio River. Let me clarify that, Okay. So what I'm referring to is East Palestine. They want to be called Palestine, not to be confused with Palestine, because Ohio has two Palestinians and Palestines. So it's pronounced differently because they're weird like that. Um, so there was no word about, wordage about uh, the Ohio River being poisoned, just well water. But as you know, well water can actually seep into lakes, streams, and yes, the Ohio River. So that's one of the reasons why I actually did report that. And, you know, people are up in a frenzy about all of this, and they should be. And East Palestine, anybody living there, should definitely um, think about maybe perhaps being somewhere else until... You know, just being somewhere else because you know that that's going to be hazard to everything. I mean, if it's killing off your cattle over there and your chickens, etc., whether it be air or the water that you're actually giving to your your cattle or even your crops, like okay, don't make matters worse. Like, don't poison the rest of the country too. I want you to get out of there and start planning somewhere else. And yeah, it's hard. I've had to start over too. It, it's not easy. It's never easy. So. With that being said, um, Godspeed to you, and I hope that um, you definitely get, or that you find retribution, I guess. Um, I'm, I'm fighting for words here, I'm challenging words. But I really do hope that you save yourself, your families, and your livestock, and your pets, and get the heck out of there. Don't poison yourself. Do not risk it. It's not worth risking. See, what happened over there is there, there wasn't just one particular, and this is the reason why I say this, is there wasn't one particular chemical that was actually spilled. There were multiple chemicals spilled there. And because of that multiple mix of toxic 
chemicals that went into the water and went in, up into the air, etc. I mean, that whole ground, I mean, you might as well. I, I don't know what's worse, that or an atomic bomb. But I certainly would not be living there by any means. I'm not going to tell anybody to stay there. No, not going to do it. I don't care where you go, but don't stay there. Go anywhere else. Um, it's bad enough. I couldn't even fathom. If I, if I found out somebody was actually growing crops there and feeding people their crops, I would absolutely be mortified. So, I mean, like, seriously, just sell out to the government, move somewhere else. And we need to start um, some type of ground roots organization. Somebody needs to. Somebody with a little bit more knowledge. I obviously don't have any knowledge in this, but um, some type of ground roots movement to um, put, you know, the legislation back on the train companies so that this never happens again. This should never happen this um, should, like, this is crazy. When I heard about the other train derailments happening across the country, it's like, okay, we this needs to stop. And the fact that they would continue doing it like it's not a big deal is very disturbing. It's, it's very disturbing. I mean, I think anybody would be absolutely flabbergasted. If somebody dropped an atomic bomb in your backyard, would you finally stop what you're doing and run? Or would you stay there? I mean, same thing. We don't know what these chemical mixes are actually going to cause what type of harm in the future. Like, uh, yeah, it's just, it's so disturbing. I'm, I'm so mortified by everything. Okay, so anyways, I got this really cool water pitcher. It's called Zero Water. And yes, it was kind of after the whole Chernobyl incident in East Palestine. Um, I decided to actually get this water pitcher, which I had been debating on getting for the past year. I know it's funny. It's only a $20 pitcher you can pick up at Walmart. But um, it allegedly, I, I saw some videos on it last year. I was so impressed by it that I kept it in the back of my mind. It's like, when I have that extra 20 bucks, I'm going to buy that pitcher because I am totally intrigued by zero water. I mean, we're talking, it takes out all the chemicals. And how do I know that? Because it actually comes with a tester as well. So the little tester, you can test any type of water. You can find out, like for instance, what's coming out of your tap. You can find out how clean your water is. You can, you know, give, it gives you a good idea of when you can change your filter. Um, also test your, your coffee maker. And I may have gone into this in one of my previous... Um, podcast, but or not, because I did delete a few of them. Um, but it's a great wa- way of actually testing what you're actually taking into your body. And um, I was kind of surprised. My tap water is not as dirty as I thought. Um, it still had a lot of particles in it at sitting at 115. But what floored me is my coffee pot, which was 256. So Definitely changed out the filter on that. <laughs> I'm using purified water in it now, like ser- seriously purified. But bottled water, I also, I also saw actually test at zero. So um, that is the. Let me see what brand I actually tested here. That was the oh, Aquafina brand. So good job, Aquafina. You test the same water as what zero actually produces. 
But if you think about it, if you get the zero water, you're literally getting bottled water. And then all you gotta do is replace your filters. Filters are kind of a little bit expensive, so I would definitely shop around for cheaper filters, but um, obviously it's a great filtration system. They generally need to re be replaced every uh, two to three months. So, but you could have bottled water straight from your tap. So it's kind of a trade-off because the bottled water I get from uh, Sam's Club is not really that expensive. It's probably the cost of a new filter. I might pay a little bit more. Anyways, is I think it's a pretty good deal. Now, the problem with the zero water, yes, there's always problems. You gotta look at the pros and the cons, is the fact that it takes out everything. It does not discriminate. It does not know the difference between lead and magnesium that you need in your diet, or potassium, or calcium, or any of that, that kind of stuff. It takes out everything. So yes, it even takes out the medical chemicals that you're actually getting in your water as well. And we've all talked about it. We all throw our nose up at it. We all look at tap water a little bit funny. Uh, we try not to when we're making our brewing our coffee because, you know, we need water. So I do know a few people who use filtered water all the time to actually brew their coffee. But let's be honest, we've all used water from the tap knowing full well that, you know, like when we've ran out of like purified water, excuse me, and that there's still chemicals in the water. It doesn't matter what the water people say. They're always going to say that their water's clean, except for on those days where they tell you to boil your water, which is kind of funny. Like, why do you want me to boil my water? So I guess the, the water that, you know, because they, they tap different sources, not necessarily the cleanest. So I'm surprised I haven't gone on a rampage and started testing water quality all over the state, testing streams, etc. Using my little, my little um, tester, water tester, because I'm, I'm kind of curious now what everything has in it. What I would like to see, and so like my ultimate goal is to get uh, one of those water breakdowns where it tells me exactly what is in the water. I would love that. I don't know if you have to send in for a regular testing on that. Or if they have a stick, just like my little stick that I held in my hand that tells me about the particles that I have in there. <coughs> Excuse me. Now, one of the particles that people do worry about is lead. Nobody wants to drink lead. We don't want to eat the paint chips. We don't want it in our body. And yet it's in the water. And yet this is supposed to be safe to drink. How is lead, drinking lead, safe to drink? I don't get it. This is stuff you give your school-age children, too. I mean, what the heck? Oh, dear. I got something at my door. Go away! Okay, I'm not answering my door. It's my neighbor. I'll talk to her later. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Okay, so back to, to, back to talking about me, because I'm the diabetic. Ah, uh, so I did another blood test into this week, so I get to find out what my A1C was at. I'm thrilled about that because I've been on my best behavior, taking my medications, eating the way I'm supposed to. For the most part. And also, I'll get to see 
what news my endocrinologist has for me on the 17th. So I'm excited. <coughs> Excuse me. By then, she'll have a game plan for me. I think she just wanted to see what my A1C was at. and So, thrilled about that. Um, she has told me something that I just, I'm kind of like in disbelief by. And she's like, we're going to get your uh, blood sugar numbers down to like 70 or 75 or something, which... I didn't know that it could go that low, but I'm excited about that. I don't know what it's going to take, but I'm going to do whatever it takes to get that down to normal. If that's the case, if that can happen for me, I'm wondering if that can happen with other diabetics as well. I really hope to God that it can, because you know that I'm going to tell you once I find out exactly what happened, what decisions were made how I did it or what she plans on doing and if that gives hope to somebody to the, where they can do the same thing by all means I want to share that which is the reason why I have this channel whoa what I want to share my good news you better believe it so I'm really hoping that there's good news otherwise you know I mean hey um, back to basics but, okay so one thing I've discovered and you know as a diabetic and if you're really serious about changing your diabetes you're always looking for news you're always looking for what you can do that can actually benefit you so your diabetes isn't so uh i don't know severe and um or what you can do to change your diet one of the things that i was reminded by dr berg was how many greens i actually needed to eat and this is just for heart health to protect your heart they say you need seven cups of greens, and I'm just absolutely floored because I maybe eat maybe you know I eat a big salad in the morning, uh, most most days. I'd say about uh, four to five days a week because I'm not really a greens person, but I'm eating it because it's good for me, right? And you know I, I actually drench the bottom in a little bit of olive oil because the olive oil is supposed to be good for you too. And then I put my salad dressing on top. You know I put my sunflower seeds on top of that, unsalted of course. Um, sunflower seeds also have pretty high magnesium content, which is actually good for your heart. So, um, I'm actually adding to that, but I'm still not getting enough magnesium in my diet. They say that the human body actually needs about 4,800 milligrams of magnesium. And I'm looking at my salad and actually I'm probably getting more uh, magnesium out of the sunflower seeds, believe it or not. And that's in a quarter cup, and I probably don't even put a quarter cup on there. I probably put maybe half of a quarter cup. That's a lot of sunflower seeds, I'm telling you. That's a, that's a lot for your salad, but I use that instead of croutons, right? Because croutons equal carbs, which equal not good for your blood sugar. So, sunflower seeds it is, and it's a great alternative. I highly suggest it if you like sunflower seeds. It's great on salads. As a matter of fact, it's one of my favorites on salads. So, um try and get my magnesium content there because oftentimes especially if you're having issues with your blood pressure uh, the magnesium according to Dr. Berg is something that actually helps regulate your heart but it's a combination between magnesium calcium and potassium so it's like the triad of heart health so hopefully you're taking notes there so um, and of course you want to um, it's, it's a very 
delicate balance on the whole sodium thing, especially if you have high blood pressure, because your doctor's going to tell you you don't need that much sodium. So if your doctor's telling you that, you need to listen to your doctor. And of course, all the doctors tell you to listen to your doctor. So it's interesting. It gets really interesting. So my blood pressure has been a little bit high recently, like really high. Um, so I am concerned about that. And it's, I started looking at it, I'm like, I'm not getting enough magnesium. I know that. And I've cut my calcium as well. And uh, just interesting things happening. So um, I'll have more reports later on what's going on with that. Um, because obviously whatever's happening to me, and if I'm going to the doctor regularly, if this isn't happening to you right now, that is awesome. I hope it never happens to you. But the possibilities that it could happen to you because you're also diabetic or you have high blood pressure are kind of high. So you need to know these things so that you can prepare for this or maybe add more magnesium to your diet. Make sure to get those salads in, those dark leafy greens or that spinach in. Spinach is so delicious. Broccoli too. Great sources, not really. Um, and I've actually reported on this. Vegetables have literally, like until they start actually feeding the soil again, they're literally leached of the, the minerals that they should actually have in them. What they should have, I have no idea. But um, we've already had the bell ring on, you know, the, the warning bells have gone off that they do not contain enough of the nutrients that our body needs. So um, multivitamin supplements are definitely key. Excuse me. Now, I actually have allergies, so please excuse me. <coughs> and they haven't fixed the whole pause button yet thingy on my, my Anchor Now slash Spotify platform. Where I used to have it on my Android, and I do not have that ability on my my apple so i'm definitely raw and live <laughs> at least for this recording i cannot mute things out so my apologies um let's see what else oh what i was going to say is you only have one body and you're probably going duh obviously okay right but take care of it. Take care of it the best you can. You know, don't have that. You know, when people start talking about eating candy bars and ice cream and lollipops. And I'm just kind of looking at them weird, kind of foreign. It's hard. It really is. But also, I also decide I don't have to talk to those people either. And, um, and I can also look at it like it's a source of poison. Much like... <laughs> rat poison or something so I get a really weird look on my face when people start talking about sugar I'm like okay well you enjoy that but you know even the World Health Organization has said that you need to eliminate <laughs> about you know uh, a lot of the sugar in your diet so the 30 tablespoons or whatever that you're digging in they're saying six teaspoons but I think that's even much for a diabetic um, especially per day uh, some of my friends, a couple of my friends actually, have argued that that alternatives to sugar, <coughs> such as honey or maybe agave, might be a healthier choice. But 
when it comes to a diabetic, and I just wanted to say this, our bodies do not recognize any difference between a natural sweet like an orange or honey or agave. But for whatever reason, the sweeteners, the chemical sweeteners, such as what's in NutraSweet or any of the artificial sweeteners, our bodies don't recognize, <laughs> but still taste sweet. It, it touches on different senses. Excuse me one minute. Excuse me. Mm. So I can't stress this enough. Is uh, be very careful, no, careful with the sweeteners that you use in your food. And uh, if somebody offers you something that's sweet, and they know you're diabetic, they may not be on your team. Just so you know, they may just want to see or get some type of reaction out of you. And the best reaction I have found is no reaction, because uh, just observe observe the people who are trying to make you react because the that's telling the true nature of that person so I wouldn't freak out or anything I would just take notes and maybe possibly say no next time they invite you somewhere especially if they're trying to push sweets on you um people who don't know obviously they don't know or don't care or not observant to it it's kind of like um I don't know, if, some, if somebody had high blood pressure, you wouldn't offer them a bunch of salt. Say, here, have some salt. It's not nice. Now, if you're eating it in front of them, that's something different. But, you know, it's called being polite and being an adult. All right, so anyways, I just wanted to go ahead and um, start this new episode. And... Thanks again, Spotify, for promoting the podcast and for partnering with Anchor. I think that that is amazingly awesome. Um, hopefully, it'll be a great, a great partnership here in the future. And if you're planning on starting your own podcast, excuse me one minute. <coughs> there's, an, I don't think there's a better or more qualified um, host than Anchor. Um, especially with, with partnered with Spotify. So um, if you're gonna if you're going to start a podcast, now be the great time would be a great time to do that and to try it your luck and see how how it works out. And I would love to hear you on Spotify. So, anyways, thank you for listening to this diabetic girl, Margaret Coleman Frankowitz. And um, of course, I'll be posting a new podcast here in the future. God willing. I hope that you're all kind to each other. Please do not offer each other salt and sugar, okay? Do something kind and just don't do that. And um, I hope that you have a great day. Bye for now.